0: Thank mm-hmm. you. I'll see you in the GLOJO. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the GLOJO podcast. This week, we are talking about the summer solstice and honoring the natural cycles and rhythms of nature, both nature around us and the nature within us. I also just want to take a moment and mention a couple of other things. Not only is it summer solstice today, it is also the beginning of Cancer season. So we are moving into the astrological sun sign of Cancer. These are the crabs of the zodiac, ooey-gooey, soft, emotional inside with those tough exteriors. This can often be an emotional time, but there's so many beautiful things that come along with it. Again, I'm not an astrologer, but I just want to put it out there. If you are feeling some extra feels over the next little bit, this might be something you want to look into more and start to pay attention to how these different rhythms and cycles that occur around us, whether we realize it or not, are impacting you and your life. I am definitely not a fan of giving our power away to things or using things as excuses. And so I want to be clear about that. And I share the information that I do here as a way to empower you to get to know yourself better and to get to know yourself better as you move throughout this world. Because we do not live in these isolated bubbles. We live in a moving and grooving environment with a lot of things going on. And so the more aware we can become about these natural things that are going on around us and how they may or may not impact us, the better we're going to be able to show up and take care of ourselves and nourish ourselves. It is also International Yoga Day and International Music Day, and in Canada, it is National Indigenous Peoples Day. This is a recent holiday, I guess you could say, or a recent day that we now honor. This is a huge topic and one that I do not feel well-versed or well-educated enough in to go deeper. That is something that I am looking to change so that I can speak to this more in in episodes in years to come. But the one thing I'll say, I was on Instagram today and I was reading a post and it shared a bunch of different ways that we can start to honor um, and recognize the indigenous peoples of our land. And one of the ways, and I think this could be a really good starting point, is to learn more about the land that you live on. What is the history of it? Who was there before you? And I think this really ties in to summer solstice and what we're going to be talking about today. And I will just quickly share, and I hope I say this correctly. If I don't, please let me know. I'm trying my best here, but I want to just honor and state that, you know, this podcast, The Glojo, is coming to you from the city of Vancouver, and this is on the unceded traditional territories of the Squamish Suliwatu nations. I know that this is a very small action, but this is an action that you can take to get the ball rolling, and then who knows what you're going to find from there. All right, so circling back, today we are talking about the summer solstice, and I have a fun Little ritual to share with you. I think this one is super fun. It reminds me of when I was a kid and it just makes me smile. And so I hope that it does the same for you. Before I share that though, I want to talk a little bit about the summer solstice and I want to talk about the common thread that I actually see between, you know, the summer solstice, international yoga day, international music day. And then of course we have the national indigenous people's day up here in Canada. One of the immediate similarities that I saw between this is the connection, the connection to self or the connection to the earth. And so I think that's a really cool thread because with yoga, I find when I do yoga, I'm much more present. I'm connected to my body. I'm connected to my breath. I'm connected to the way I'm moving and how I'm the parts of my body and breath are flowing together. Music. I think music is such an incredible, powerful tool of connection. Go to a concert and you can automatically be united in joy or other emotions with people that you have never met before, but you're all there having this shared experience. And of course, music can also really spark that deeper connection to self or in a relationship. And then coming to the summer solstice I already shared how you can start to connect with the land that you're living on by doing a Google search and starting to read. There's so much information out there now. And I do believe that it's really important for us to be aware and acknowledge that we live on this beautiful earth. And there were things here before us. There were people here before us. There were trees and nature. Don't devalue or discredit the power of information and learning more about history. Now for summer solstice. That is a tongue twister. That was a hard one for me to say. I don't know why. It is held on June 21st. And I will just take a moment and say that it is summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere. If you live in the Southern Hemisphere, which we do have a lot of Glojo listeners who live in the Southern Hemisphere, this is winter solstice for you. And This is still relevant. You can still do the ritual that I'm going to share today. And I will include a couple of extra twists or different angles for you to look at this from. The summer solstice is the day of the year that has the most hours of sunlight. It also marks the official start of summer. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere and it's winter solstice, then this is the shortest day of the year for you when it comes to the amount of sunlight you get. And it's going to be the darker days. And so looking at the summer solstice, it is this celebration. And so many cultures celebrate summer solstice around the world. It is a time to celebrate nature's blossoming. It is often known to represent love and fertility and celebrations and things coming to life. And I actually did a quick search on what is the meaning of flower crowns? Because To me, when I think of summer solstice, flower crowns are really synonymous with the celebrations that go on. And it turns out that flower crowns also represent love and fertility and rebirth and celebration. I don't know about you, but I absolutely love all of that. I'm digging the energy of all of that. I am a huge fan of celebrating. I did a podcast episode on this. Oh my gosh, it would have been last year sometime. And I talk about the importance of celebrating things, the big and the small everyday things. So I'll link to that episode. And if you want to embrace a more celebratory attitude, I definitely recommend checking that out. And um, I think there'll be some tips and takeaways for you in there. The other thing that's really been highlighted is that it is a season of fertility. And so if you think back to the spring, just going back to the very, very basics, if you garden or if you are aware of any type of gardening, this is when you usually sow the oats. You are sowing the seeds, planting the seeds for what for what's to come. You can think of this in a metaphorical term or in a literal term. You know, this year I planted snap peas and tomatoes and other greens. A lot of them have not thrived. It has not been a great year on my upstairs balcony. Nonetheless, I planted seeds. I also did this metaphorically, by journaling, by getting clear on what do I want to bring to life? What do I want to nurture and nourish and feed and water in this next cycle? And so this is the other thing that I love about following the solstices and the equinoxes. Nature is ever evolving. There are these seasons, and depending on where you live in the world, the seasons are going to be a lot more obvious Know, I live in Canada, and so we do have a true four seasons here. And these seasons, there's always things that I love and things that I don't love about each season, but it's such a beautiful reminder to see, you know, the flowers start to bloom or the seeds starting to sprout, and then all of a sudden everything is blossoming and it is in full bloom. Seasons also remind me that nothing in life is permanent. Nothing lasts forever. The only thing inevitable in life is change. And if you're my grandpa, you would say, "And taxes." Oh, 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 oh. but change. Change is everything. Is changing. Everything is in flux. Everything is always moving. And I think that we can get so rigid and so stuck on things being a certain way that when the natural cycles of life come, you know, it can be difficult when change comes and when we have to let go of an important person or an important part of our life. But the great news about change is that as we let go of things, we are creating space to welcome and call in new things. And ideally, they are new things and people and ideas and opportunities and businesses and projects that are aligned with us and aligned with who we are today. And so, yes, change is inevitable, but that does not need to be a bad thing. You know, the other thing that I find really interesting about the summer solstice is throughout the year, it is becoming more and more common for people to pay attention to the lunar cycles, full moons, new moons. Last week I talked about the strawberry full moon on the podcast and I found it really interesting. I've definitely been getting more into this stuff. The solstice is a time to celebrate the sun cycle. Now, if you think about it, the sun is always there it is so dependable. It rises and it sets every single day. And in doing this, it is nourishing life on earth. It is nurturing us. It is warm. It has that generous kind of softness to it. And it's so beautiful. But on the flip side, it is fiery. It is literally a big ball of fire going through space. So it is fiery and there's a boldness to it. And I love the opposite energies here. And so one of the main things about summer solstice is honoring the sun and honoring the light. And I believe that this is a really powerful time for us to turn inwards and to honor the light within. This is going to lead in to the fun, simple rituals on the Glow Joe episode this week Are you ready? Grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, or a journal, and let's get started. And I will quickly say if you are in the Southern Hemisphere, this is winter solstice, there is a lot of darkness. It is literally the shortest day of the year, although it might seem like the longest day of the year because it's so dark. The winter solstice often represents the coming of the light moving forward from this day, the days will get longer for you. There will be more light. And so there still is the honoring of the sun and the light. I think there's also the opportunity to honor the darkness within, to honor the shadow aspects of self. And so for those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, keep that in mind as we go through this. All right, let's get started. Before I share the fun ritual that reminds me of being a child and having a lot of fun, With friends playing around like this, I'm going to share some journaling prompts. The very first question is, how can you nourish the light within you? Now, I realize that the light within is somewhat of an abstract concept. And for some, it might be like, what do you mean? How can I, how the heck can I nourish the light within? To me, when I think about the light within, I think about that authentic, true self. My higher self, the soul, the part that's inside of me that's just so innately me, although it might not come out, it might not shine all the time because of layers of, you know, hiding or putting up walls or societal expectations on what we should do or shouldn't do or how we should behave or not or look or do and all the different things. And so this is about getting in touch with that part that is so innately. You. How can you nourish that part of you? What does that part of you want? You can even take a minute and ask yourself. You can close your eyes and take a deep breath in and connect, connect within. Maybe you see a visual of a glowing light. I know for me, I kind of see it in my chest. And ask that part How can I nourish you? How can I support you? And see what flows out. Don't overthink it. Trust what comes through. This is the concept of soul journaling. And I truly believe that we are so wise and we do have all of the answers within, but we are trained to look outside of ourselves and to look to everyone else. And, you know, what, what is everyone else doing? I need to do that. When really, if we actually spent more time paying attention to our internal world, That's naturally and magically going to start to transform our outer world. And so how can you nourish your light within? A bonus journaling question. What does that light within feel like? If you were to describe it, how would it look? Is it ooey gooey? Is it really bold and bright? Is it a specific color? Does it have a specific voice? Does it have a specific texture? Does it have a specific smell? You know, really think about engaging all the senses. So that's a fun little bonus for you to explore. All right, and now on to the summer solstice ritual. I really like the idea of this ritual. So I went to a summer solstice event last night with some friends and it was such a lovely evening, really, really relaxing, really nourishing and nurturing. And then we went out for dinner after. So that was fun too. Nourishing and nurturing in a different way. One of the things that I loved about this event is that there was a beautiful altar set up. Now, when I first started hearing the word altar, I always thought this is super, super witchy and you have to have a bunch of weird stuff on it. That's not the case. An altar can be something so simple. It can be a beautiful tray with a candle placed intentionally. Maybe you put some crystals or maybe you put a photo. Maybe you have some beautiful flowers. An altar does not need to be this overwhelming permanent thing. In fact, it can be really fun to switch this up. It doesn't need to be something super fancy, but have the intention. And what Mara Branscombe says is ritual is anything done with intention. I absolutely love this. How can we make the little moments and the little things in our life a daily ritual? Rituals fill us up, they nourish us. And so here is the ritual for the summer solstice. You can do this right now, but I encourage you to find a flower. You can go outside, or maybe you have one inside, but go pick a flower. And this is where it reminds me of being a little kid. Do you remember? Grabbing daisies, and you pull off the little flower stems, and you say, He loves me, he loves me not. He loves me, he loves me not. He loves me, he loves me not. And you go all the way around and you take off all of the flower stems, and then you know, you get your answer. Just a fun little silly thing. And so, in this case, I want you to grab a beautiful flower, you can honor it, you know, thank it for joining you, and I want you to infuse it with your wishes. And this is what we did last night, and it was so beautiful we infused it with our wishes and we all walked up and took turns placing them onto the altar. And so it was this beautiful infused experience. Now you can place this flower onto an altar, or if you're like me and you like just having a little extra fun, and remember this is about celebrating, we're celebrating all of the things that are blossoming, actually sit there and you can pull off the different petals of the flower. And as you pull them off, pull them off with intention and make a wish. And so then this reminds me of the four-leaf clovers. When you find a four-leaf clover, you can make a wish. It also reminds me of wishbones. You know, There's the two sides. You make a wish and you pull it. And so in this case, you're always going to (laughs) win. And that's what's even more fun about it. And so go around, pull off the different petals of the flower. And each time you can state an intention or you can state a wish, and then you can go outside and you can, you know, you can throw them on the ground in the, in the trees or on the grass. You can throw them up into the air and let the wind do what it will with them or maybe you choose to sprinkle it around and alter inside. So there you have it. There's some insight into what the summer solstice is, what it represents, and how we can really start to tune into these cycles of nature that happen all around us and use them to fuel our goals and our efforts and intentions with living an aligned, fulfilling, meaningful life. And that is all for today. Thank you so much for joining me. If you have not already done so, make sure you head over to theglojo.com. I will link to it in the show notes and get on the newsletter. And you can expect to hear regular updates from me there regarding the podcast and other things in business and life. And also connect with me on Instagram. I love hearing from you. You can head over to Instagram at Leanne Kalal and or at the Glow Joe and reach out and connect there. Okay. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for choosing to spend your time with me. I appreciate it. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. Bye for now.